0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cinema's Soft Underbelly. I'm your host Eugene Weaver, and if you're listening, then you should know the show is all about horror, science fiction, fantasy gems in the rough, and that's what I'm here to bring you. And today, I thought that uh, I would talk about uh, a book that I recently revisited, Um, and the reason I'm talking about it on the show is, one, it's horror, and two, it uh, really, uh, there's a lot of, I guess there's a lot of movies that were made from this novel, and obviously, because there's a lot of movies, it's actually a collection of short stories from my favorite author, Stephen King. And this is uh, I. I read all of his novels uh, here uh, several years ago other than the last few of the uh, Dark Tower series. I think I read the first uh, three and a half, maybe I, maybe the first – yeah, I read the first f- three or four, whatever, and I, I started to lose interest. Um, I will eventually uh, read those as well just because I, I have to read everything that Stephen King has written. And they're interesting, but it's it almost got to be too mammoth for me. Uh, honestly, some of my favorite Stephen King, uh, other than the, uh, other than it and, uh, the stand, which are my two favorite books of all time are his short stories. I love his short stories. They do uh, all of his short story collections. Um, they range from excellent to good to, uh, some of them are a bit mediocre. I will say, uh, the first time I read Night Shift, it didn't quite grab me like it did this past time, uh, reading it, rereading it. And for some reason, it really, because this was one of the first King uh, novels that I read when I got on my Stephen King kick, uh, it, for some reason, it just like, ah, it was okay. Um, but rereading it after reading all of his other novels, uh, I actually really like the, and I hate to use the word unpretentiousness, but it truly, like, it, you can tell he's a younger writer when he wrote this, and it feels like that. He's not quite as seasoned, and some of the stories are pretty raw, but I like that. And uh, he, they're never overindulgent to me, uh, where some of the other, even in short story form, there's some stories that I've read from him that I'm like, let's go, let's get get on with the point. That's not the case here. Pretty much every story is pretty lean and mean, and there's only... Of all of the stories in there, um, there's only like one or two that I was like, eh, it's okay. But um, also, most of these are straight up horror where some of his other short story collections veer to "Eh, science fiction or drama or whatever. There's one or two in here that, um, uh, that aren't so much horror. But anyway... So let's get uh, the show on the road here. And uh, I will obviously point out uh, ones that have been adapted into movies. Um, Jerusalem's Lot is the first one. and what I loved about this rereading it like uh, the second time was uh, thinking how well it ties in, I guess, with the Toby Hooper movie. Uh, and, of course, even more so, the Stephen King novel, which is my third favorite book of all time, is uh, Salem's Lot. But I like how Jerusalem's lot, lot, while not completely connected to Salem's Lot, it still is in the same location, and it it sets up the evil of this area and house. And um, the way it's written is very unique. It's kind of written in letter form, like there are these letters going back and forth. Um, very unique. The first time I read it, I didn't quite— Get it, and it didn't quite gel with me. But this time, uh, I thought it was fantastic and really creepy. For some reason, the second time around, I'm like, "Ugh, this is." It's it gets to be very satany, witchcrafty, and more so than the first time I read it. For some reason, I, w- I was able to follow it more and really be thinking about how this ties in uh, to the the Salem's Lot world. So. Big thumbs up. If of, of all of these, honestly, um, I would dare say that that one is probably my first or second favorite of this entire collection. Okay, next up is Graveyard Shift, and this was made into a movie in 1990, I believe. And I'm not gonna get. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna get into the whole like here's who directed it, here's who stars in it, blah, 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 blah. It's just, this movie was made in 198 or 1990, I believe. And um, this one here, is, the story itself is really good. I actually prefer the movie because this story is relatively short and the movie itself really expounds on the storyline, I guess you could say. And uh, it really works uh, quite well in movie form. I think that it has aged very, very well. In fact, if you have not seen Graveyard Shift, I urge you to check it out. It's It's a really good movie uh, with really good practical effects, and it has this really dirty feel to it. Like, the whole movie is just because it's about rats in in this uh, cotton mill and down in the caverns of this cotton mill. But it's really just icky and dirty. Uh, Good movie. Very good movie. So check out that. And the the short story itself is good, but this is actually one where I prefer the movie over the short story. Uh, Night Surf... This one here actually ties in with Stephen King's The Stand. This is the same uh the same disease and epidemic that uh takes over planet Earth in the stand. This is a very condensed little kind of almost side tale. I'm I'm sure he wrote, yeah, he did wrote write this way before the stand. So I like that it's a part of that universe. Uh, for some reason, this one here, uh, the second time reading it, it was a bit harder for me to get into, uh, much like the first time I'm like, ah, it, it was a bit boring. But knowing that it ties into The Stand made it a bit more interesting this time, uh, because The Stand is my favorite book of all time. I love The Stand, and knowing that it is in that universe is really, really cool. Uh, the next one is I Am the Doorway, and this one this one here has a uh, a short film made that I have not seen yet uh, I will say that um, uh, what is the uh, the, the penny there's something uh, there's something to do with uh, the oh boy I'm gonna mess it all up but um, the penny something that Stephen King is involved in. And basically you can make one of his, if you have the wherewithal, you can make one of his short stories into a short film. And this is one of those that did get, that has been made, I believe. And if you go online and find a trailer for this thing or the website, this movie looks great. And the, this short story is right up there with the best of uh, any of the short stories that I've read by Stephen King. I love this, uh, this short story, especially because it blends horror and science fiction quite well. It's It never overstays its welcome, and um, it's just really cool and creepy and icky science fiction. I really hope that this short film, and it's it looks to be a fan film, but it looks, for all uh, purposes, to have a pretty solid budget. Uh, the production values are pretty high from the trailer that I saw, so here's hoping that that turns out to be something worth watching. The Mangler is next. And uh, this one here is directed by Toby Hooper, the movie version from the mid-90s, I believe maybe 95. And I rewatched this one recently. And I must say that uh, just uh, like uh, the other movie I talked about, Graveyard Shift, this is a good movie. I really, really liked this movie. It's gory. It's got Ted Levine in it. It's got a huge, gigantic demon-possessed uh, steam press machine that kills people. It's awesome. And Robert Englund's in it. It's a good movie. It's a bit too long, but uh, it is good. And what you read in the book, it's, it's in the movie. Expounded on a lot more, though, because there is a lot more going on in the movie than the book, than the short story. But it is really good. I quite liked the short story. It's fun and gory, and it works. And if you like the short story, I can't imagine you wouldn't like the uh, – The Toby Hooper movie. Uh, In fact, this would probably be one of his last, in my opinion, one of his last really good movies. So check that one out. And uh, also of note, uh, The Mangler was cut to an R rating. There is an unrated version out there floating around with about 30 seconds of more gruesome bloodshed. And it's it's worth tracking down. Anyway, next up is The Boogeyman. Uh, Right there with the scariest short stories that he's ever written. Stephen King. Um, I love this short story. It is so creepy and it feels like something that if James Wan would make a short movie, it would be this. It feels like this would, this could be made into an, completely terrifying uh, short story movie. Uh, This was made into a uh, short film back in the 80s, and from what I hear, it's really bad that I should just completely avoid it, so I'm not watching it as of right now. The less you know about the story itself, the better. Let's just say that it involves a boogeyman, and it has nothing to do with the actual movies that are out right now. It's its own little unique tale. Check it out. It's awesome. Gray Matter is next. And this is uh, Stephen King at his slimiest. Uh, uh, a guy drinks lots of beer and turns into a gray blobby thing. Maybe and that's all I'm going to say about that. It's it's cool. It's well written. It's a bit comical, um, but it's it's very creep show esque. I could see this one here making a great uh, creep show entry. I wish they would. I so wish there'd be another creep show movie. But uh, Grey Matter is really good, a bit more, not as scary, a bit more comical, I guess, and twisted that way. Battleground is the next one, and um, I, I liked this one. This one actually was a short film on, I think the show was called Nightmares and Dreamscapes. I believe that was a, sh- a either a short uh, a movie. Um, yeah, Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Uh, it's a television series, aired on Wednesday, July, uh, July 2016, and um, anyway, this is about a guy that uh, is under attack in his high-rise apartment building by a bunch of toys, uh, army soldiers, whatnot, and it's really good. Production values were really high on that, and uh, the, actually the, the uh, short film and the short story play out very, very similar, and it's, uh, it gets a big thumbs up. I really enjoyed that one. Trucks is the next one uh, in uh, Night Shift, and Trucks is Maximum Overdrive. I seem to be the only person on this planet that really likes Maximum Overdrive. I, it gets so much hate, but the ACDC score, the hammy acting, uh, I thought it was great. I really wish Mr. Stephen King would release his unedited version that supposedly he is the only person that has the full uncut version of that, his movie, uh, I guess it was extremely gory, and the version that was released is not gory. Uh, come on, man. release released that movie. I would love to see that. As it is, though, the short story is quite good. Um, another one where I think the movie is every bit as good or better than the short story. I thought it worked great. Um, I'm guessing that that was kind of in his uh, uh, heavy alcohol cocaine abuse days when he made the movie. But... It works for me. I sure liked the movie. I actually wish that that one would be available on Blu-ray. I would definitely buy that one. Sometimes they come back. This one here I actually just re-watched on Blu-ray. Uh, this was a, I want to say, a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, from the early 90s, 1991. Tim Matheson is in it. And um, it was originally planned as part of the 85 film Cat's Eye uh, which actually also includes The Ledge and Quitters, Inc., which I will get to here in a second. But uh, this was made into a full-length movie, and uh, it's good. It's a good movie, and the, the story itself, um, the, the movie is good, and the story itself is good, but neither of them are great, in my opinion. Um, it, it, it's entertaining. a bit too, Both the movie and the short story are a bit too long, I think. I start to lose interest in Wayne. I, I remember both watching the movie recently and reading this short story. I was like, let's get on with it. Come on. Um, having said that it's still a, uh, it's still a good movie and it's still a good short story. So check it out. Strawberry spring is, uh, is the next one. And, um, uh, uh, this is good. This one here is really good. I don't want to say too much about this one because of the twist ending in it. Um, it's uh you don't think it's going to be a horror tale but uh hang with it it's good it it does not overstay its welcome it's over pretty quick and it's a good one that's a big thumbs up nothing overly supernatural going on there but uh for a short horror story thumbs up the ledge is uh, uh as i just mentioned the part of the cat's eye movie which i thought was okay it was an okay movie Um, this was good. I liked this. I liked how things are wrapped up in this one. Uh, Basically a man is told you have to walk around the ledge of a high rise building or else uh, you're going to be killed. Uh, And and the woman that you're sleeping with who happens to be my wife, uh, I'm going to kill her as well. So there you go. It's a mob type thing and uh, it's a bit more uh, suspense than horror, but it works quite well. I really liked it. And the shorts, the, the, the movie version of this in Cat's Eye, it's good. um, But I think I probably preferred the short story over the movie. The Lawnmower Man uh, is uh, probably the most bizarre tale of the bunch here. And uh, the movie itself, which I quite enjoyed, I saw that in the theaters back in the 90s, I think 1992 or 3. I loved the movie. Jeff Fahey is in that movie. And uh, I really liked the movie. The book, the novel, is 100% 100% nothing, nothing at all like the, uh, the short story. In fact, the short story and the, the movie have nothing in common other than, uh, there's a lawnmower man. Uh, this is totally bizarre. And I believe that this was also made into a very low budget short story as well that follows the, uh, the King short story, uh, closer, I liked the movie. I haven't seen it in years, but I thought it was a really cool movie. The story itself, I think, would make for if – it, if it was done very similar to what King wrote, I think it would also be very, very cool. Uh, but I understand why they made, they went a different route with the movie because it is really – I don't know how you could make a feature-length movie out of that short story uh, per se. So that's what they did is they, they went their own route with it. Quitter Zinc is the next one, and uh, that one is another one that was on the cat's eye. Um, it's good. I I prefer the uh, the short story over the movie, but they're both quite similar. It's basically a guy trying to quit smoking, and he goes to this organization that really, really uh, goes out of their way to help him quit smoking to great results. Uh, check it out. It's the, the short story is good, and uh, the movie, it's good too. It's not great, but it's good. The next one up is called I Know What You Need, and uh, this is a bit more of a psychological thriller uh, about a girl that meets a guy, and he knows what she needs, and uh, it uh, starts out good, and with most Stephen King tales, it takes a very somber Twisted turn, but uh, it was good. I liked how things are ra- were wrapped up in in uh, that one. So uh, that one gets a thumbs up. Uh, okay, um, and I am trying to be spoiler free here. If you are interested in reading this book or watching these movie, the film adaptions, that I'm not spoiling things. You've probably heard of the next one, Children of the Corn. This is uh, there's also a 1984 movie based on this, and then a plethora of other directs-to-video sequels. Actually, Parts 2 and 3 got theatrical releases. I saw Part 2 in the theater uh, and quite enjoyed that. I still do uh, enjoy the first two. Uh, Part 2 might actually be my favorite. Um, uh, This one here, and I can't recall a whole lot about the newer TV version movie of this that aired on, I'm guessing, the Sci-Fi Channel or uh, USA or one of those channels. But uh, I watched it and I did not like it. But I do recall the couple in the movie bickering and bickering to the point where I'm like, I wanted to just smash them both in the face. That's the way King wrote it. Uh, so it is a lot more true to the, to the short film, the newer version. Having said that the older version is world's better. I don't know why did Linda Hamilton's way better. And I, I liked the story and the characters, especially the evil kids in the original 84 version are genuinely creepy. I do wish that, uh, someone would find the uh, uncensored footage of the massacre in the beginning of that movie and reinstate it into the movie it does feel while it's rated r it does feel very neutered and for the subject matter uh, you know kids killing adults in a small nebraska town it should be more violent and mean-spirited but as it is it's still a it's a it's a Fun little eighties movie, and the short story is good, but it, the movie adaption is very very different than the uh the short story but if you want to actually see what the if you really want to see what the the short story is in film version, the newer version is very close to that it's just not that good uh okay, moving along next up, we have the last rung on the ladder, and this is the only non horror uh one to be found here. Well, no, there's like shit. There's one more. Um, but, um, anyway, this one here is, uh, uh, a man and this, a guy and his sister and their youth and the, um, the loss of innocence. And, um, it's very, very good. Uh, it, this is a fantastic short story, especially with how things are wrapped up. It's um, very sombering and very much um, – boy, how do I say it? Um, it brings you back to all of our uh, mortality, and it's the best way to put it. And uh, I guess without the loss of innocence, I don't want to spoil that uh, that short story. It's very good. Uh, the next one is uh, The Man Who Loved Flowers, and here's another one that I won't be saying much about because I don't want to spoil it, but it is, uh, now we're back into um, huh, very horror-esque territory here. I uh, I quite liked this one. It it was, um, yeah, it was good. Uh, I, I'm just thinking back to how that played out, and at first I'm like, what? Okay, let's go. And I just hang with it. It just... It gets good. No short story or no no film adaptation of that, to my knowledge. Almost done, I promise. One for the road is next. Um, oh, what did I think of this one? Um, this is actually a uh, another another part of the Salem's Lot universe. So you have Jerusalem's Lot, which takes place back in the eighteen hundreds. Then you have Salem's Lot, which is. Well, I guess you'd consider that in the 70s. And then you have uh, One for the Road, which is, I believe, after it is after the events of Salem's Lot. So it, there you go. But it's really good. Um, it's uh, It has a good twist in it. But basically, uh, a man is stuck in the snow and his, his wife and girl are trapped in the car. And he goes to this local uh, watering hole to try and get help. And the locals don't much want to help him because, well, you guessed it, they're close to Jerusalem's lot, and bad things happen in that small little part of the uh, part of Stephen King's universe. So it's good, uh, definitely one to uh, to read. In fact, I'm I would like to see that one made into a short film. The last one is The Woman in the Room. Um, ends on a this this series of short. Uh, novels novelizations ends on a somber note uh this is another non-horror one uh but it's again it's dealing with um, our own mortality and uh what would you do type of situation it focuses on a man and uh his uh, elderly very obviously dying mother and uh he's he's forced to he has a, a decision to make i guess you could say but it, it is very good it um I I think that this could have been maybe sandwiched in between some of the horror stuff earlier on in the book because it kind of the book kind of ends on a whimper. Uh, it, it's still good, but uh, not not the best of the bunch. All in all though, I'm I got to say uh I'm going to reread all of King's anthologies again. This one is right up there with the best of the best. I'm actually halfway through Skeleton Crew right now and I'm quite enjoying that, but I will say that I am definitely enjoying uh Night Shift more. I do remember uh adoring full dark no stars every single short in that one I really really liked, but those are a little bit more novellas, like they're a little bit longer than these. But uh I'm going to reread them all and I might even do episodes on those here in the future and hopefully you like this one and um hopefully I've got you to either read the book or check out some of the short films or feature length adaptions of uh of these little novels. So, uh, good stuff, good book, good movies. And, um, Good times! That's it for my show. So, hey, thanks so much for listening, and uh, you can get a hold of me at eugene-weaver at hotmail.com for any questions or comments or movies I should watch or novels I should read. I am always down for a great novel. If it's especially in the horror science fiction fantasy realm, please send it my way. I'd love to read it, and I might even talk about it on my show. Um, That's going to do it for this show, and stay tuned for another episode of Movie Freaks heading your way as well with my co-host Eric Marner. We are all- always having a good time drinking and talking movies, and you know the drill. That's it for my show. Thanks again for listening.